What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Already Friends. This is Kara. And this is Allison. Today's episode is all about reflecting on your year, reflecting on 2022. How did it go for you? Was it good? Was it bad? I don't know. Just think that it's good to sit down, reflect on everything you did because as we all know, coming up is New Year's and New Year's resolutions. And we kind of think it's essential to take a look at what you did the past year before you just go gung-ho, jump into writing those resolutions. And yeah, that's kind of what we were thinking for this episode. Yeah. Yeah, everyone is always so excited to do the New Year's resolutions and everyone talks about those in January. But we feel like the tying up at the end of the year doesn't happen as often. So we wanted to shed light on that topic and we have some fun ideas for you of how to do so. But first we'll catch up and then we'll do our peaks of the week. I think Kara and I both need to disclose that we're both coming back from being sick. So Mm -hmm. if our voices are kind of scratchy and we're coughing today, that is why (laughs) we are... Fighting the cold that everyone seems to have right now. Yeah, literally everyone is sick. When I told you I was sick and when you told me you're sick, we're like, wow, like who isn't sick right now? So we'll give some tips at the end of our little catch up for how we've kind of gotten over these colds too. But yeah, hang in there if you're not feeling great and allow yourself to rest. I think that's a big part of it too. And I hope you let yourself rest in the past couple of days. I know you had a busy weekend, so I know. I'm excited to hear about. It was not good timing for me to be sick. So I was like mm. trying to full send rest and then I'd like have to do something and then it would like take me back out and so just been this like ebb and flow which can literally make it longer yeah worse I know and then since everyone's sick I feel like everyone just keeps getting each other sick and it's just this (laughs) never-ending cycle but we're getting through it how are you I'm good feeling good today Updates here. Recently got back from a trip to New York City for the holiday Christmas season. And that was so fun. So yeah, I went to New York. Connor had a work conference and his brother also works in the same industry. They're in commercial real estate. So Connor and his brother were at this conference. So then I flew out when they were kind of on their last day of the conference. And then Connor's sister-in-law, so like his brother's wife, also flew out. We had like a fun three-day weekend running around the city, doing all the things like seeing Rockefeller Center and going and just walking along Fifth Avenue, seeing the light shows on the storefronts and stuff. So it was a great weekend. As someone who lived there, I feel like you can't ever get rid of like that magical Christmas in New York feeling. Like it, it never gets too touristy, I don't think. Oh, I'm glad that you got to go again. Whenever you're in New York, I'm like, there she goes in her little I element. I know, I know. And I was thinking though, I'm like, because when I was back, I was like, what if I'm going to be missing it and like want to move back? Like, I feel like that's always like scary when you go back to somewhere that you lived and you're like, do I regret what I did? Like, do I want to be back here? And even though I was there, I was thinking, I'm like, eh, like, I don't really feel like 
I need to live here again. So that was a good reassurance because sometimes when you're sitting alone at your house in St. Louis, you're like, if I was in New York, I'd be doing this, this and this. But the grass is always greener. Kind of glad that I left like knowing that it's still a great place to visit. And it's that's how I can get my my itch scratch. It's just like through visiting that city, which yeah, I think is enough for me. Yeah. You had a great run. (laughs) (laughs) Had a great run. Yeah. No regrets there. But I did want to shout out best food I had mm. was a new restaurant that opened, I believe in 2021. Because I, I was like, how have I never heard of this restaurant? It was the Hawksmoor in Midtown. It's definitely nicer. Connor's brother found it. And Connor's brother is like so good. I should say his name, Corey. Corey is so good. Oh my gosh. And Kelly. One time I talked about them and Kelly was like, I was listening for my shout out and I never got the <laughs> shout out. I, and you just kept saying Connor's sister-in-law. I'm like, because I never know how people like, if they want to be like private. Right. I don't want to let other it's people's hard. lives into the podcast if they don't want to be into the podcast. Like if they want to be, I don't know, their own person. So yes, Corey and Kelly are their names. And Corey, so Connor's brother, is so good at finding restaurants, like better than I was, honestly. And you would think since I would live there, like I would know what's hot and what's cool. But a lot of places closed and he was doing such a good job, like found the best spots, made reservations, which on this trip, I did realize I could be better at making reservations for things that I wanted to do. Because when I was there, I would think of things that I wanted to do. And you needed like reservation like two or three weeks out like Clinton Street Bakery it's this amazing pancake place such like the best pancakes breakfast in the city and you need to make reservations otherwise it's like a three hour wait so there's a little tip if you're going on any trips don't forget to make reservations but Corey killed it our favorite food my favorite food that we had was the Hawksmore it's like a steakhouse you order a bunch of sides and entrees and stuff and you all share it was amazing other things we did went to a comedy show which we're gonna try to go to one of the famous places and we got to go to the stand so that's also like a really popular one uh, so we went to the stand and that was really fun great comedians and um, yeah and stayed in a really nice hotel the Grayson Hotel was where we stayed it was brand new it just opened like a month before and it was super nice and yeah that's kind of the update one other thing after I was there I was gonna fly back to St. Louis and then I realized it was only two hours from my grandma's house and I'm like I cannot go to this side of the country and not go see my grandma that's like really mean so I found a rental car for $150 for three days that I picked up in the city and could drop it off at the Philadelphia airport and so I canceled my flight <laughs> that I had booked back, got this rental car, picked it up, drove out of the city, went and saw my grandma for a couple of days. And yeah, that was my East Coast adventure. That is a whole lot. No wonder I you're know. a little under the weather now. I know. I think uh, I, I'm really glad that I wasn't feeling sick while I was there. Like I felt great when we were in New York City, like running around, doing all the things, even visiting my grandma, like 100% healthy. But then the day after I got back, I was like, oh, you just went to the dirtiest city in the world and like now have a cold. Like, like, how? How'd that happen? So I think it, I think it made sense. Is New York self-proclaimed as the dirtiest city? Or is that what you just saying? I, I don't know, but I feel like it is because, fun fact, New York City is one of the, mo- the only major cities that was not built with alleys. And a lot of alleys in the cities are used to where you put your trash. So New York City is like one of the only major cities where everyone's trash is just on the street. Like you put it on the curb, which is just disgusting and it stinks and there's rats everywhere. So if you've ever been to New York and you're like, why does it smell so bad? It's because there's not alleys. I guess that does make sense. I feel like there has to be like third world countries that have 
less evolved plumbing and things like that that make it a little dirtier, but okay, maybe yes. for like Western. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I think we're just, I was just thinking Western um, <laughs> yeah. dirty cities. I think it's just the, probably the most first world country disgusting mm-hmm. city. Yeah, I, I'm not gonna, I don't know about the dirtiest place. I'm sure, yes, you're right. There's probably people without like clean water. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh, yeah. I didn't know. I was like, wow, I'm going to be shocked if that like truly takes the number one. But I should search it. But um, two other stories really quick. One, when I was at my grandma's house, uh, I definitely lost my engagement ring, which was like really scary because I drove there from the city, which is like only two hours. But being like the first 30 minutes in the city and like getting out of the city, it made me really tired. So I got to my grandma's house. I was so tired. And I just like set my engagement ring down on the table, which was like really stupid. The next day, I was looking at the table and it like wasn't there. I'm like, huh, did I wear this like last night? Like I had no recollection of where the last place I had it was. I'm like, it's whatever. I'll find it. I'll find it later that day. So I went the whole day and it was like seven, eight o'clock. And I was like, I still don't know where this thing is. Like this is a little bit concerning now. And my aunt came over, my aunt Debbie and Bushy, my grandma was like freaking out which I should have told her that I was looking for it. But like at some point after I was like looking for an hour, I'm like, okay, I cannot hide that I've lost this. Maybe she knows where it is. So I told her I lost it and she was freaking out. was like, we have to find your ring. This is a big, I'm like, oh, you know, you shouldn't have, you just, I shouldn't have told her, you know, she's got so worried. So she called my Aunt Debbie. My Aunt Debbie came over. We were looking for literally an hour and a half, looked under all the couches. I like was like ripping open their couch. I felt really bad. Upstairs, downstairs, went through my suitcase like twice, my backpacks, everything. And then finally, my aunt was like, is there anything else you did last night? And I was like, well, I ate this cookie from Levain Cookies and I threw the bag away. So like, should I dig through the trash? And I dug through the trash and it was at the bottom of the Shut trash the can. Fuck up. No <laughs> way. Yeah. Okay, like, well, good thing bad. you told Bushy who got Aunt Debbie over there because if I she know. hadn't said that, probably wouldn't have gone through the trash. I know. <sighs> my Aunt Debbie really came in clutch. I was like, oh my gosh, thank you. Because I guess I ate the cookie and like the wrapper was on the table by the ring and I must just like pick them both up, which is like so stupid. So, wow. and throw it in the trash, which goes to show when you're traveling, you get out of your habits. Because at my house, I only put my ring and I have two ring bowls, like dish mm-hmm. bowls. And I only put them in the ring bowl. And like, that's where I always know it is. And so got out of that habit and yeah, it was in the trash can. But I'm glad we found it. And I'm glad that I uh, I told people that it was missing because I don't know if I would have thought to like go dig in the trash can. So Goodness. That gives me anxiety <laughs> just thinking about it. At what point did you tell Connor after it was all resolved? Yeah, I didn't tell him because... At first, I really thought it was no big deal. I thought I was just going to show up. But then like 24 hours later, I'm like, oh, maybe this just isn't going to show up. So yeah, I told him after and um, (laughs) definitely downplayed it. But like, it definitely was very serious. (laughs) I'm like, oh my God, am I like, that's so embarrassing. That's so bad. Is there reinsurance is a thing, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, we have it. We have it insured. We actually got insured right before the trip because I'm like, what if something happens in New York? Not what if I throw it in the trash can at my grandma's house, but I thought like, what if it falls on the subway? Me? Oh yeah. yeah. So wow, that is my updates. That's maybe that's your reminder. That's your sign if you haven't gotten insurance for anything important, not just a ring, but like a camera, anything. Go get it insured. I'm trying to think of what I could insure in my life. I'm not no, sure. I just I don't know. There's been like so many thefts lately, and if you're a photographer and you don't have camera insurance, like please go get it because I have seen so many photographers get robbed and lose their stuff. 
One of my it's friends, terrible. when I lived in the old market, he was visiting not from Omaha and he left his car in downtown and he like came inside and then he ended up drinking. So he like stayed the night. He's gay. This sounds like a really schemey story if I was still dating Clay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he stayed and then the next morning he went out to his car and all of his camera equipment had like, they had smashed the windows and they stole all of it, which mm. like, yes, he shouldn't have left it in his car overnight. But yeah, insurance might've yeah. helped cover some of that. I don't know. Yeah. That's definitely one of my biggest regrets was not getting insurance like the day I started my photography business. But now I will never leave any camera gear in my car. If I got to dinner and I have my full backpack, mm-hmm. like that backpack is coming with me. I literally shot a wedding once and it was like my friend's wedding and they all went out to like this club afterwards. I literally brought my backpack in the club. I'm like, this is not staying in my car. Like, and luckily the security guards were like, sure girl, go ahead. But like, that is my number one rule. Cause you could leave it for literally three minutes and I it's know. gone. Same, I, I'm the same way with my laptop. Like I'm never going to leave stuff in the car because when we mm-hmm. were younger, my mom's purse got stolen out of our car. And yeah, same, you know, smashed the window. They took everything out. Half of her purse's contents were like spewed across the parking lot. And it's just always, I don't know, been ingrained in my mind, mm-hmm. that visual. It's just, wow. and I guess I've always lived downtown like the last 10 years. Yeah. Do don't need to risk that. One more thing on the theft thing. Like I really have seen so many videos. I think just with the holidays, it's sad that people resort to that kind of way of making money and providing. But just another mm-hmm. reminder, um, I saw a girl got her wallet stolen stolen at Goodwill and it was all of her credit cards, like all of everything. Only take a couple credit cards and like a couple things. Like take what you need when you go out and about. I one time was out in New York and I had my whole wallet with like all of my credit cards and everything. And I dropped one of them. And of course, someone just took it, stole it, went to T-Mobile, went to all these different places. And my dad was like, did you need that credit card out that night? I'm like, honestly, no, I don't even use that credit card. Like, (laughs) I think it's just a good reminder. Like, don't take every single debit card, credit card, ID. Don't take it all with you all the time. Just take what you need. So right now I only carry like a license and one or two credit cards max everywhere I go. Because if they steal that, it's not like they're taking everything. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I would do that when traveling too. Just them, just the essentials just or the like essentials. spread it out in different bags or something. Or just cash. Like, can you just take a $20 bill in your license? So sorry. All the, all the theft tips today. Let's catch up with Allison. What are you up to? Well, we're kind of a lot on time and I don't want to bore you guys too much with my sickness stories, but basically I had a friend pass away and so I was like already not feeling super well mentally, physically, the whole thing. And then I think just being down in the dumps, I ended up getting the flu for, I seriously haven't been sick, I think in five years. And I was thinking about it now since I don't drink alcohol anymore, Mm. in the past few years, more of like my adult sickness was like hangover related. And it sucked being sick, of course, but in this weird way, it was kind of nice for the first time in a while to be like, wait, I can actually just like rest and not feel guilty about it and like let Clay take care of me. It was kind of nice. And I don't know. I couldn't even like look at my phone though. It was not a productive rest time. I literally just slept. Mm-hmm. But I, you know when you're like resting so much, you can't rest anymore? I was like, my body hurts. I can't, I don't mm-hmm. want to sleep anymore. But like I nothing, I can't do anything. I can't go anywhere. I just have to like lay here. Mm-hmm. So like I know that I need this. Yeah. And that's so hard for me to do. So it's kind of just this like back and forth fighting myself. Like, okay, I'm going to rest and enjoy this. Wait, no, I need to do something. No, no, no. <laughs> 
I'm trying to think if honestly the sauna blanket though, our higher dose sauna blanket, like that thing has saved me the last two weeks. Like I'm just naturally always cold and that compounded with winter compounded with being sick. Oh my God, that thing is getting its hours. Yeah. Connor wasn't feeling well last week and he said that he did the sauna blanket for 45 minutes and like instantly felt better the next day. I don't know if there's any science on that, but he's like, I swear I sweated (laughs) out and like was ready to go. No, literally one night I just was like, I had it with staying in the, sleeping in the bed. And so we have ours like plugged in in the other room. It was 11 PM and I stayed in there. This is not, um, and what they say to do, but I stayed in there for five and a half hours. Stop. But like I told you, I'm always cold. So like, it wasn't that hot for me, but I definitely was like sweating and and it has like an hour time or whatever. So I'd like keep turning it back on. But by the time I woke up, at like five o'clock in the morning, I was like so sweaty and felt so cleansed. And I went from feeling like death when I went to bed to literally, like you said, I was like, wait, I feel so much better. And Clay and I were like, mm-hmm. well, probably like the toxins and the infrared thing brought me back. Yay. So. Okay, pro tip, buy an asana, sweat it out. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess we said we would give any more sick tips. I hunkered down on zinc, yeah, vitamin C and B12, just like Goodness. all up on the vitamins. And then, I don't know, lots of water. I was going to share this later, but I'll speak on a little a little bit now. But my new thing is water. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I have always just had the Brita. And after being sick, I cannot explain this, but the Brita water tastes bad now. Like, it's mm. fucked. Like, I cannot drink it. I even tried replacing the filter and it tastes wrong. I don't know how to describe it, which is not good. But then I did a little research and I was like, you know what? The Brita is actually a bit of a scam anyway. It's not even doing that great of a job. And so I literally spent $50 on nice water. I like went to multiple stores and bought all of these different waters. This is like our next week's episode is going to be about hobbies. This is a hobby I am taking into 2023. (laughs) (laughs) water. Um, Right now I'm drinking Hawaiian volcanic water. I don't know. It's just been fun to sample. I didn't know there were so many different types of water, you know, outside of like the basics, like Aquafina, Voss, Dasani, whatever. Like there are so many boutique water brands. Mm -hmm. And they're all different and they all provide different like benefits and stuff. And Clay and I were talking about like, think how invested we all are like in our food. Like, oh, you got, you know, got to get all, all the what do you call it? I don't know. The, the pyramid or whatever. Oh, do people right. still do that? Probably not. I don't know. But I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, we don't really like think that much about the water we're drinking. So. No, it's funny you say all that because one, I just saw TikTok today that Brita's are a scam. So it's really funny you said that and they just like don't do much. They still let through a lot of gross nastiness. So I've also been looking at getting like a new filter, figuring out the water situation. But two, Connor is right there with you. He like loves water and like (laughs) cares a lot about the water he consumes. So he'll buy like the big gallon jugs from the store that are like purified spring water or something. But um, you should follow, do you follow Martin, the water sommelier on TikTok? Is it a girl? No, it's a guy. Okay, I follow a girl that's big there on was, her water. Okay, yes. <laughs> there, Martin was on, um, remember when Zach Efron had like that wellness show? Like, I don't even know what oh, it was called. Yeah, Down to Earth. Down to Earth. Okay, yes. If, did you watch all of them? Because Martin a was on one and he was like a water sommelier and they're on this like hotel rooftop and they're like sampling water and he's talking about why your water matters. But he's on TikTok now and he's the best and I love watching all his videos. And he talks like these. I'm Martin, the water sommelier. Water is not just water. That's what his like catchphrase is. So. Oh my God, I love that. 
I liked Definitely that show. Big Zac follow. Efron fan here. So I'll have to go <laughs> look up Martin yes. after this. Yeah. I'll put him in the show notes. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's me being sick and trying new water. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love that for you. You'll keep us posted on your favorite waters. I will. This is, this is going to be an exciting journey I'm going down. Yeah. Um, peak of the week? Yeah. My peak was finding my engagement ring. LOL. And then also just finally feeling better, feeling like I can talk and not breathe out of my mouth only. I can finally breathe out of my nose and stuff. So yeah, just appreciating my health. Cute. Um, <laughs> You're uh, like, oh, jealous. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, mine was, I got out of the shower and Clay was just like waiting outside the bathroom door. And that sounds so creepy. It wasn't like that, <laughs> no. which actually... I'll tell a different story very fast after this one, but I like open it and he had this huge, it's like buttery, almost like waffle robe from Victoria's Mm -hmm. Secret. He like, when I wasn't feeling good, went and got me this really comfy robe. I had one that I loved and then I sold it. Like I sell everything (laughs) in my life. And he was like, I know how much you regretted selling that one. So I got you one. And (laughs) I was living in that thing. I will be still living in it, but... It was just a really nice gesture. And yeah, it's really nice. Oh, my other funny story. So the other morning, usually Clay wakes up before me. I think it was Sunday because I had woken up before him and Peaches had ran back into the bedroom. And so I was waiting for my oatmeal to cook or something like that. And I went back to the bedroom and I was like looking through the crack and deciding, well, I was making sure that Peaches wasn't like waking him up, that she was just like on the bed, you know, not like trying to get him to wake up and play. So standing there and I was just having a little moment. I was like, oh, he looks so cute sleeping. And I just, I love them so much. He opens his eyes and he goes, oh my God, if I didn't love you, that would be so creepy. Why are you standing there? (laughs) Staring at me. Yeah. I, from my side, was having this very wholesome, like, oh moment and then he he was like I could feel you staring at me in my sleep what are you doing and I was like I swear I just got here (laughs) (laughs) yeah how long you been standing there you freak yeah that's funny but (laughs) isn't it weird how you can feel people are staring at you yes no it is that's why I was saying the story with the robe like I was I don't know just like brushing my hair or something after the shower and I could tell that he like had just came outside the bathroom door I could like feel it you know (laughs) yeah Freak. Freak. <laughs> he was like, I'm going to- Two sh- freaks. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I'm going to show you what it felt like to have you lingering outside the door. <laughs> In my space. No, that's funny. That's cute. Okay, cool. Let's read some of your guys' peaks. Madison said, finally found tote Birkenstock clogs in my size. Wow. I appreciate the commitment to the cause. I'm jealous. That's amazing. Leah said, New York City trip during Christmas time was her peak. I agree. Right there with you. Hope you had the best time. And Maddie said, my manager gave me all day Friday off for working extra for him. Hashtag worth it. That's awesome. Yeah. Another one relating to getting some time off. Paige. (laughs) I think that's what it is. Paige said, got some time off of school. I'm ready to reset and for some me time. Well, that's perfect because today is about resetting, reflecting, and yeah, having me time and focusing on yourself. So I'm excited to get into it. And as always, send in your peaks of the week on our Instagram at Podcast. Okay, great. Well, a really quick introduction to the topic. We already talked about it in the beginning, but 
I do want to shout out that what kind of sparked, at least for me, this idea of reflecting was I saw a TikTok from this girl. Her name's Morgan. I'll tag it in the show notes. But she had all her friends over and they all reflected on their year together. And I just thought that was so cute. And it had like slumber party vibes. They were sitting on pillows. And I think they all did a little presentation, like kind of like your Spotify wrapped, but their year wrapped. And she said that they talked about career goals and everything that they wanted to accomplish, maybe what they didn't accomplish. So I don't know. I just thought, I thought that was a really cute idea. And it was fun to see people normalizing, hanging out with friends in a way that's improving you and improving everyone, lifting everyone up. Yeah. It like honestly kind of reminds me of something I would have done when I was like 12, but in like the most wholesome way. You Mm -hmm. know, like when you would make a PowerPoint of like your Christmas list and like present it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That vibe. But I kind of took it as uh, a date with myself. But I think whether you go the friendship route and make it a thing with a group or your family or yourself, I think what we're trying to get at is making this a thing. We're romanticizing the whole reflection of the year and not just being like, oh yeah, how was 2022? Okay. It was pretty good. Like actually setting aside time and really diving into your year. Wow. Yes. I 100% agree with that. And echoing off of that, I had this like aha moment when we were writing our thoughts for this episode. I feel like at this point in my life, just in my day to day, if I don't write something down, it's genuinely not going to get done. Like I am just forgetful and just life moves so fast and I have to write everything down on a to-do list of what I need to do that day. So I feel like what makes that any different with the big picture view of our lives? Like, shouldn't we be writing everything down so that we can actually make them happen or just actually put a good reflection into things and not just be our thoughts and in our heads? So that's kind of also something that I'm feeling is like realizing the importance of writing things down because I know just in my everyday life, it's so important. Like it literally gets things done in my life. And so I don't forget everything. So yeah, I'm just definitely feeling that sentiment with this episode. We want to take a quick break to tell you guys about a sponsor of the show, Proper. Proper Sleep is the holistic sleep supplement that can help you get the restful sleep you need. Allison and I are firm believers in the power of sleep for achieving your goals. Whether that's achieving how you want to look physically, how you want to feel mentally, it all comes back to getting a good night's sleep. And Proper believes everyone deserves just that. Their natural, PhD-developed supplements contain rigorously vetted ingredients for deeper, better quality sleep that addresses different sleep needs. With natural ingredients like ashwagandha, GABA, valerian, root and more their products use unique botanical blends that help you fall asleep gently think of it as a sleep vitamin for your ongoing wellness routine proper sleep is so passionate about getting you the rest you deserve that you even receive a complimentary coaching session with any formulation subscription proper sleep is offering already friends listeners 20 percent off the entire store when you go to getproper.com and use the code already 20 again that's getproper.com and use the code already 20 for 20 percent off a big thanks to proper sleep for being a sponsor of the show I'm so excited to talk to you guys about today's sponsor, Rosetta Stone. They are the most trusted language learning program out there. They've been experts for 30 years and millions of users have trusted them to help them learn second, third, fourth languages. And this is especially timely for me because one of my goals for the year, I literally just said this in our Patreon goal setting workshop last week, is that I want to learn Spanish. I studied German in college and unfortunately, I don't get to go to Germany or Austria very often, but I have been spending a lot of time in South America and Mexico. I spent all of January in Colombia and I loved it so much that I'm going back in April. I'm going to Tulum next week and I'm like, you know what? It is time that I really buckle down and get better at Spanish. If you also are thinking of traveling more, 
learning second, third, fourth languages. I can't recommend getting started with Rosetta Stone enough. If you would like to get Rosetta Stone and not put off learning language any longer, there's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Already Friends listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off for unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem 50% off at rosettastone.com today. And thank you to Rosetta Stone for sponsoring the Artie Friends podcast and helping me in my Spanish language learning journey. As a retail shop owner, I know how important it is to have a good, reliable POS system. That's why I'm so excited about our sponsor today, Shopify. Shopify has already taken the cash register online, helping millions sell billions around the world. But did you know that Shopify can do the same thing at your retail store? Give your point of sale system a serious upgrade with Shopify. Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify has everything you need to sell in person. With Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into one source. Track everything across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. Connect with customers both inline and online. Shopify helps you drive store traffic with plug and play tools built for marketing campaigns from TikTok to Instagram and beyond. Get hardware that fits your business. Take payments by smartphone, transform your tablet into a point of sale system, or use Shopify's POS Go Mobile device for a battle-tested solution. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash already friends. That is all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash already friends to take your retail business to the next Next level today. Shopify.com slash already friends. Thank you again to Shopify for sponsoring the Already Friends podcast. This episode is sponsored by Honey Love. Honey Love is revolutionizing the bra game. Can you think of a bra that you actually like to wear? One that doesn't poke you, does not hurt, and that you kind of forget that you're wearing? For me, I'm thinking of my Honey Love bra. I have fully said goodbye to wearing underwire and bulky fabric bras that trap heat. Honey Love's bras feature supportive bonding that eliminates the need for underwire without sacrificing lift. The fabric is super soft and it feels like a second skin and you'll immediately feel and notice the difference. Right now, I'm wearing the silhouette bra and I'm totally forgetting that I'm wearing a bra, but it totally lifts. It feels so supportive. It looks so good under shirts. And it's not like those bras that give you that uniboob effect when you put on a tight shirt or tight clothes. It separates, it lifts, it does everything that a bra should be doing. I'm also obsessed with the shapewear. I have the superpower thong, which is kind of like this mid-stomach shapewear piece. The way that it gives my body this hourglass shape that I did not know that I had and is so comfortable. I have traditional shapewear from a few different brands and they kind of hurt so bad. Within a couple hours, I feel like I can't breathe. But with Honey Love's shapewear, it's so comfortable. It's meant to be able to breathe, to live your day-to-day life in. And I feel like I can definitely use the shapewear for my wedding. So I'm very excited about that. So if you're ready to step into that next level comfortable bra and shapewear, it's your time to get Honey Love. Go to honeylove.com slash already friends and you can get 20% off your entire order with that link. So it's honeylove.com, H-O-N-E-Y-L-O-V-E.com slash already friends for 20% off. Make sure to use that code to show your support of the show. And thanks again to Honey Love for sponsoring the Already Friends podcast. Yeah, I actually like went through this morning and was like, okay, I'm going to have a whole reflection and I'm going to see how I do it and then like try to take notes at the same time for the podcast. But I really set the whole mood. I woke up early this morning, probably like 5.30. And so I spent like an hour. I got up, I made hot tea, I made oatmeal, and then I did like a yin yoga 
just on my yoga mat and tried to get myself into the mindset of being grateful for everything that's happened this year, the good, the bad, and trying to kind of like be calm, especially this time of year. I'm like just like a little bit more of an angry person in the winter. Like in the summer, I'm like happy and more like loving, but something about the cold, it like hardens my heart a little bit. (laughs) And just coming off of being sick, like it was, I had to intentionally get into this like really grateful, reflective mindset. And so after I did the yoga, I was starting to feel a little bit better. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to like really set the whole vibe. So I made a floor picnic. I like got a couple blankets, laid them all out, put candles, lit an incense, made more hot tea. Um, What else did I do? Oh, I made a little like bed for peaches. And then I have a short table. So then I brought it over onto like my floor picnic, got my journals and anything else that I just needed to have with me to do my reflection. Because like you just said, it's very easy to forget everything that's happened. And if we weren't doing this episode, I probably wouldn't have reflected on my year to this extent. I feel like I usually will go through, you know, you do like a little photo dump of like some key moments, but I don't usually spend like five hours reflecting on the year. And I could not believe how much had happened. I think it's really easy to, I don't know, just beat ourselves up and be like, oh, I didn't really do anything this year. Or you just think about like one trip you took or like a job thing, but not like all of those tiny little moments that like really made the year so special. So I I guess I'll pause here. Do you have anything to add before I go to the next part? No, I think setting tone is great. You're so right. It is important to romanticize our lives and we've done an episode fully about that. But yeah, it's definitely about getting into that headspace. And I love everything you said. That is giving me so much inspiration for when I do mine. So no, yeah, that all sounds great. Okay, perfect. And I mean, like you said, if you did it with friends, maybe you have like some healthy snacks and I don't know, you put up some string lights, whatever, put some throw pillows on the ground and make it make it a whole thing, whatever that mm-hmm. means to you guys. So then I kind of came up with the idea of making like a snapshot of my year because I we did our goal episode and we, we both made like goals for the year and we were very clear on them. And we said a word for the year, but I was like, but those like couple goals are not like that reflective of like my entire year year as a whole. Like there's a a ton of other stuff that happened outside of the 200 yoga classes that I wanted to hit, you know? Mm -hmm. So I got out um, a clean sheet of paper and I wrote January and went back in my camera roll and just like started looking and wrote down anything, even like, okay, I went down to St. Louis and then we, you know, we went to Dharma and Dwell and like I got that wicker chair that I wanted and all like big things, little things, work related, fun. Maybe you rearrange the house. Maybe it was the first time you tried a restaurant. And I went through my entire camera roll all the way up until today. And seriously, I think I had almost like a half sheet of paper for every month. And there were so many moments that I was like, wow, I completely forgot I did that. Or I'm proud of myself for following through with that. And just realizing like how full life really is and how many people we interact with and how many things like can actually happen in 365 days. Because yeah, if I was only focused on like those big goals, be like, okay, well, I did like four things this year. 
Mm-hmm. And not that it's like only about like the achievement, but just, I don't know, even the people you're surrounded with or the places you went, things like that. So then once I had my whole snapshot of the year, for me, I like I had wrote it out because that was just an easier way to go from camera roll to my notebook. But if you were a visual person, I feel like you could also do like a PowerPoint. Maybe you put in a few photos that were, I don't know, key parts of that month. If going month by month is too intense, you could do like seasons maybe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But just to try to give like yourself a little analysis. Yeah, I think just if you want to describe like what the snapshot part was, like is that just writing down all those things or is that like finding a common thread or? Yeah, I think it was just like having it all in one place because like you said, if you didn't have it written down, it's kind of like, wait, what even happened? And I had the photos in my camera roll, but there was no place really anywhere in my life that I had kind of written down everything that happens in a year. Of course, I like journal or I have to-do lists or I have my notion, but it was nice to just have those was like right in front of me. So then in the next step, I did a goal analysis of my actual big goals for the year. And then uh, I went off of the eight pillars of wellness, which are environmental, social, spiritual, financial, physical, nutrition, emotional, and intellectual. And I tried to see like, okay, in my year, did I have a balanced year? Was it too much focus on one part of my health, but like, did I lack in another? And that way it was almost like my snapshot was like the receipts for my year. Mm-hmm. Like um, just all in one place. And so then I could go into what kind of progress was made in those different areas of wellness because I just feel like, I don't know, in our culture, it's so easy to get focused on like the finance ones. Like that's, what we, you know, it's, People always have money goals or number goals or like mm-hmm. weight loss goals. But it's like, what about how often did you spend time with your loved ones? Or how was your mental health? Like I literally wrote, I think it was June. I was like, I could see myself coming back to life. Like May, my mental health just wasn't as great. But then looking at June, like I definitely felt a lot better here. And like that mm-hmm. is just an important part of our year as I don't know. I paid off another part of my credit card debt, you know, something like that. Yeah. So with everything that you wrote down throughout the 12 months, you could cross check that with the eight wellness things and kind of like fill in the dots. Like, okay, for environmental over here in June, I did this, this and this for my home. And that kind of fulfilled that. Or like you go through everything that you did in those 12 months and then you realize that your spiritual category, there's really nothing that you can crisscross and fill into there. So you kind of have an area lacking in your life that you can focus on for the next year. Is that kind of your thought process there? Yes, exactly. Because I do want to set new goals for 2023. But I was like, how balanced was my year actually? And I really needed Mm -hmm. to go through those receipts of my year and see because I actually felt like before I did the snapshot, I was like, did I do a good job this year? Like, I'm not really sure. Like, I think I feel pretty good about the year. Like, I kind of met my goals, but I'm not sure. And then after going through, I was like, actually, I am really proud of myself. I did like almost everything I set out to. And I had a really a well-balanced year. It's not like Mm -hmm. any one area I was like so excelling in, which would be great. But I was like, I also don't feel like I totally left one category just unacknowledged. Yeah, that's great. And you're so right. It does seem like every time you do resolutions or if you have reflected in the past, maybe you are just focusing on the goals and maybe you had four goals. What if you didn't get any of them done? Then it totally makes your year feel like a failure and you're not even actually reflecting properly on every single day and all the different milestones and memories and things that you did every single month. 
I love that process. I think that's incredible. Oh, thanks. And then if you didn't reach your goals, I feel like by looking back, it's like, okay, well, this is probably why because maybe you were working on something else or something else caught your interest or you got onto a a different path of something. And then you don't have to feel like, oh, I'm such a failure. I didn't reach my goal. You just, you know, maybe pivoted a little bit and that's okay. Mm -hmm. And now going forward with 2023, how can you use what you learned this year and maybe make more realistic goals for 2023 or more aligned goals or more balanced or whatever that is for you. Okay, incredible. So through going through your year, you kind of got to evaluate how you were filling your cup with those eight pillars of wellness. Do you want to talk about reflecting on those goals and maybe your thought process there? After I did the eight pillars of wellness, I went back for like my big goals and I wrote like whether I achieved them or if I didn't achieve them, like why I didn't finish them. And another thought that I had that I think is really important is when I finished a goal, then what did I do? Did I reward mm-hmm. myself or did I keep going after I hit the finish line? Like when I set the goal of completing one year sober, which was in June, when I made that goal, like I really think I just thought I was going to go to one year and then drink again. And like, I still haven't drank. Or when I hit the 200 yoga classes, I still just kept going to class. It wasn't just like, okay, I hit 200. Now I'm good. But like one of my goals, I wanted to do the five Airbnb collabs and I only got four. And it's like, okay, well, how come I didn't hit five? It's like, well, I didn't travel enough. Okay. So maybe I need to make sure that I am really planning these trips ahead because like, I know life can get busy. And if I don't put dates on the calendar, then like, it's just not going to happen. And as I get older and more responsibilities come, travel isn't maybe as easy as it once was in college where I can just spontaneously go wherever. So just kind of checking like, did you achieve the goal? When or if you didn't achieve the goal, why? And then what did you do after? And now going forward, is there another new goal to build? Like, do I want to go for two years or do I just want to be like, okay, I that was fun. We reached the goal. Time for something different. Okay. Love all that. I love the shouts to reward yourself because I feel like it is easy for us to not reward ourselves for the hard work and we say or we set a reward that we're going to give ourselves when we forget to do it or just feel silly to go out of our way to do that so that's a great reminder yeah I think all that for reflecting on the goals makes so much sense and it is way better than just not doing something and being like all right dang it I'll try again next year it's like no wait why did it go wrong like was it something that could have been an easy fix was it something that you just got too excited and then never tried? Like, did you lose momentum? Like, what's what's the issue here? So, yeah, I think that's going to be so helpful in figuring out what's going to work for you next year. Yeah. And building off of that, you know, on the losing momentum or maybe why you didn't reach it, really figuring out if why you didn't reach it affects one of those other areas of wellness. Because like, let's say, for example, you set a goal for yourself that required like a lot of money, but mm. you didn't have the funds to do that then like how can you adjust something that maybe the monetary side isn't allowed to get incorporated into your next goals to where if money becomes a problem or if there's some something else that's going to keep you from hindering the goal outside of your control like how can you create goals that like you have the ability to achieve regardless of like outside factors because like mm-hmm. so many goals it's easy to just make them about money like okay i'm going to go do this thing or buy this thing but if the money doesn't follow then do you just not be able to do it so say let's take travel for an example maybe the goal is like to take four trips a year well if your goal was 
I, I want to go to Europe four times a year. Well, maybe going on an abroad trip is going to cost a lot of money and like you're really going to have to, you know, move your budget around to make that possible. Okay, that's fine. Maybe maybe that's a one-time thing, but or does a road trip count? Or like just visiting mm-hmm. a friend in a nearby city, is that also an option? So keeping things, I don't know, open-ended enough, I guess, that you can reach them regardless of if things happen throughout the year. I don't know. Do you kind of get what I'm saying? Yes. You want to reflect so that you can make sure you're making attainable goals because I know both you and I have read Atomic Habits and one of his big things is that people make really unattainable goals and they just get really excited and think that they can do things that are, again, not attainable. (laughs) So I think through reflection, like you're saying, you can say, was going to Europe four times a year as a goal, was that attainable? Unfortunately, it's just not. Like it just doesn't work for this imaginary person's schedule. So through the next year, you can say, okay, yes, what's attainable? Instead of saying four Europe trips, maybe it's just four trips. And like you said, you can include road trips or you could include going to a small town an hour away and all that stuff. So no, that that makes perfect sense. Okay, cool. Thank you for organizing that. <laughs> Real, <laughs> yeah, no, the, that was perfect. Reeling it in. The, yeah. Yeah attainable part. Yes. Okay. Two more things I saw you wrote down with reflecting on your year, reflecting on your word of the year. So if you are someone who participates in coming up with the word of the year, what was your reflection process with that? Okay. Yeah. So my word of the year was intention or just intentionality. And when we had done our six month goal setting workshop with our Patreon gals, we had talked about like if our word was still relevant or not. And I think I just shared in there that it surprised me how a word of the year can feel like a little bit restraining in some ways that like so my whole life, like for a whole year to, I don't know, be defined by one word. Mm-hmm. I, I When I said it, I thought it was going to be more of a guiding light, but after s- some time, it started to feel a little bit restrictive. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I think that's just something to be cautious about if you do set a word of the year is if it's not resonating anymore to not be afraid to let go of that yeah so that's great for reflecting making kind of checking in and seeing if Mm. that word still resonates how you can change that for next year and maybe you can even re-give yourself a word in reflection would you say yeah totally and for me with intention when I had set that I wanted to just do more like quality over quantity and Mm -hmm. I still did agree with that but then sometimes like let's say I just wanted to make like a stupid TikTok I was like I have no intention behind this and then I would feel like oh everything just has to be perfect and like so well done that it started to feel a little like too restrained and then I was like okay what if we reframe that okay the intention of posting this silly TikTok is to be silly. As long as I'm like being aware of being like, okay, I'm just having fun with this TikTok. This one's not a quality one, but there's still an intention behind it, but not everything has to be perfect. Like that's not what intentional means. And so it was good in that it like kept me rethinking throughout the year on just not that TikTok was like a dumb example, but no, it's great. If that's something that like was an inhibitor of where that word was like throwing you off, that makes perfect sense. Okay, so you reflected on eight pillars of wellness, your goals, word of the year. Last one that I say you wrote down was relationships. That's not included in the eight pillars of wellness, right? Well, one of the eight pillars is social, but I kind of moved the relationships separate just because the last two years were like a very 
transformational time like in my relationships for me from, you know, friendships to just like going more into adulthood and things like that. And I was reflecting on the people in my life and like how they made me feel and like the people that aren't in my life anymore. Like how do I feel that they're not there anymore? Mm -hmm. And some good, some bad. And like there's some people that aren't in my life now, not the friend that passed away. This That sounds like that's what I'm saying right now. Just, you know, friendships or things that may have fizzled out that I'm like, I actually feel so much better not having those relationships in my life. Like it feels um, like relieving to not have mm. some of those things weighing me down anymore. So that was just like a big reflection because the people we spend our time with or the people we spend time with in a year are so much a part of our lives that like can really dictate how we feel about things, what we think about, the activities we do. And, you know, people, you know, peer pressure is a real thing. And like, you're probably going to act like how your friends act. And sometimes that's good. Sometimes it's bad. Yeah. And we can't even exist in this world by ourselves. Like you have to have people that you interact with and that is just going to be a big part of your life. So I think it makes sense to make it its own category for analyzing and just, again, reflecting. Okay, see, there's one more thing you wrote to reflect on. So we'll go over this one really quick. Biggest achievements for the year. How does that differ from your goals? And tell us about your reflection process for that. Yeah, this one felt actually very different than my goals because the goals I had set, it's almost like I had to time travel back to January or like, who was I when I set those goals? Like the amount of distance between me today and me, the person that wrote those goals, like feels like such a different person so far away. So, wow. you know, and goals are like in looking forward. You have no idea how your year is going to unfold or what new opportunities are going to come. And so now on the back end, it was like, okay, what did I achieve this year that like I'm so proud of? And like one of them was still deciding to not drink alcohol after hitting the one-year mark. Like I had no intention of that happening in January, but that turned out to be something like that I was really happy about. Or even just us hitting 100 podcast episodes. Like I didn't think about that back in January, but when that happened last week, it's like, damn, that actually is a really good milestone for us. You know, like it's not even about like the number of downloads or like the amount of people we reached. It's just like a testament of us showing up consistently and being like, damn, for a hundred weeks, no matter what happened in either of our lives, we got an episode up. Like how many things in our whole life can we say like every single week, no matter what, we get them done. And I was just like, I was just proud of us. Wow. Wait, that's so true because you're right. Your goals are kind of like you're being a little fortune teller for your year. And there can totally be achievements. That, like you said, you had no idea you were going to accomplish or even thought about accomplishing. So that is really important to reflect on that because you're so right. There's things that just pop up as achievements or things that you do that are really fulfilling and make you feel great about yourself, but they weren't necessarily one of your goals. Yeah. And sometimes that element of surprise almost makes it like even more special in a different way. And also thinking about like, how do those make you feel? Like, mm -hmm. are you proud? Are you relieved? Are you inspired by your own self to like do, do that again or try something else? Incredible. Okay, well, I love this process that you made. Thank you for putting this together. Allison, you are our journal queen. You know how to journal and do it right and reflect. So thanks for putting this together because you did it better than I or many could ever, ever could. Aw, thank you. Well, thank you for <laughs> suggesting the topic. We have we have like a running list of ideas that we always want to do for the episode. And Kara's like, do you want to do how to reflect on your year? And I was like, 
Yes, 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 yes. And yeah, I, I'm just glad that we have the podcast because like I said, I probably wouldn't have spent five hours reflecting on 2022 this morning. Yeah, through having these fun topics and these self-help quote-unquote topics, it helps us be better. So it's like a win-win for everybody. I'm excited to do mine. I will keep you guys posted. I know, I am excited doing for you. Mine. I know, I'm like, maybe I should just do it tonight. That's what I'm thinking. Set the vibe. Sit in the sunroom. Mm-hmm. Light some Palo Santo that I got from New Wave. Just journal away. Yes. Okay. Not to put you on the spot, but off the top of your head, do you have any feelings about 2022? It's funny because I was listening to this other podcast, The Toast, and they have a firm belief that everyone has a good year and a bad year, and they don't always go back to back like and switch. But now it's like tripping me up. I'm like, was this year a good year or a bad year? I don't know. Um, They had a good year, but I don't know. I feel like it was a necessary year. It was a year full of reflection for me throughout the whole year. I think I was thinking about a lot of things like all the time, reflecting on my career and what I need to be doing to get where I want to be. So I feel like it was, uh, (laughs) I don't know, no bad thoughts are coming to mind, but like it wasn't like a year that's going down in the history books either. Like it was like, it was a plateau year, maybe like it was just cruising. No, honestly, that is so relatable, especially when you are having those reflective years because mine was kind of the same, like, am I happy with where I am? Am I making steps to go in the right direction? And Mm -hmm. when you are kind of pivoting, it actually requires taking a big step backwards from what you're doing to be like, okay, I have to slow down a little bit and like look at all of this so Mm -hmm. I can make sure that I am going in the right direction. And sometimes that doesn't feel as... I don't know, productive or exciting or, oh, wow, because you're course correcting. Yes. And you, like you said, have to take some steps back because it's not always going to be a linear, I don't know, lineup into success. So yeah, that's how I'm feeling. And I'm glad that you and some others maybe can resonate. No, I think that's great that you said that. I think a lot of people feel that way, especially because, you know, 2020 threw a wrench in everyone's lives. And then it went so far down that in 2021, (laughs) literally everyone went up. Like you couldn't have gone, hopefully, the most part. A lot of us went up from there because it's like we hit rock bottom. So now it's like, okay, yeah, what, what now? Yeah. And then 2022 just felt like honest. It was just, well, this is what it is. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Is there anything else you want to say about your year? I watched the Suts documentary a few times. If you guys haven't seen it, it's so good. Um, Jonah Hill interviews his therapist. And this therapist just shares some of his tools that he's come up with of like how people can work on their mental health and their life. And something I loved that he said was just like, life is always moving forward. And as I was going back and looking through my camera roll, I was just like, wow, that is so true. Like life's going to keep happening. Every single day is just going to keep going past and you cannot slow time down no matter who you are, how much money you have, what's going on. Like life is just going to keep moving forward. So you might as well just like get on the train because it the train's leaving whether you're on it or not. And You don't want to look back on a year or a decade or something and just realize like you never got on the train. Wow. And with reflecting, that can be a reality where where you're not feeling like the train just is taking you along. Yeah. And then the other one was the four agreements. One of my yoga instructors in class the other day, she was kind of reflecting on the year too. And the fourth agreement is just like always do your best. And sometimes your best looks so different. Like whether that's physically 
that's kind of an easy way. You know, some days you're feeling super athletic and other days you're like, wow, I'm really uncoordinated and a walk feels like the most I can muster right now. But in anything, like sometimes your best is really, really good. And sometimes your best just pretty bad. And that's okay. But if you're showing up and doing the best you can, that's really all you can ask of yourself. Incredible. Okay, amazing. Well, thank you again for putting this together. We appreciate you. And yeah, do you think we'll put this on our website for people to easily follow or on the Instagram? Yeah. The prompts? One or both. Well, okay, if you guys don't know, Karen and I are redoing our website right now. And oh, I think it's looking good. Did you look at it? Oh my God, no, I haven't looked yet. I'm terrible. Oh, okay, good. I was like, actually, I'm relieved that you haven't looked because I emailed Karen. And I was like, okay, I'm ready for you to look at it. But like, it's not final. And you haven't replied. So I was like, she hates it. Oh my God, wait, that's so bad. I literally, there's so many things I haven't looked at. You sent me that. I've gotten like two of the three videos I've worked on this fall that are like fully done and ready to post. I haven't watched any of them. Like, that's so bad. Like, I produced these videos and like, they've been done for months. I haven't even watched them yet. So, okay, you've been list. sick. You've been living your life. No, I literally, I didn't write it down. That's the thing. <laughs> I did not write down, watch videos, look at the website. That's Oh, well, that is why. so okay. Well, hopefully soon for you guys, we'll actually have a website because we've never really like had a website for the podcast. Yeah, it's just kind of been where the episodes live, but we're excited to put all those resources there. So TBD when that launches. But in the meantime, you can find all these prompts on our Instagram, Already Friends Podcast, so you can write along and reflect on your year with us. Amazing. Well, good luck reflecting. Go easy on yourself. Set some great goals for 2023. And we'll catch you guys next week. Thanks for listening to another episode of Already Friends. See you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Hey guys, thanks so much again for listening to another episode. We seriously appreciate all the love and support. And to show our appreciation, Allison's going to announce a giveaway that we have going on and she's going to tell you how you can get entered. All right. What you can win is a big PR box full of all of these awesome products. There will be something in there for everyone in order to get entered. There are two things you can do. One is to leave a rating or review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Make sure to send a screenshot of that to our Instagram. That way we know you left that review or you can put some up on your Instagram story, whether that's a screenshot of the podcast episode you're listening to, a quote that you resonated with, and tag us so that we can make sure to see it. And then we will put you into our chart of your name and we will draw at the end of the year. As always, if you guys want to stay connected with us, you can join our Facebook group, Already Friends Podcast, Friends Squad. You can also join our Patreon page, patreon.com slash already friends. It's $5 a month for a bonus episode every single month with access to our entire backlog of bonus episodes. Guys, so many good topics there. So go check that out. And yeah, as always thanks for listening and we'll catch you guys next time bye what's so special about hero bread soft fluffy and delicious breads buns and tortillas these ultra low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar fewer calories and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health shop now at hero.co when everyone's on the same page getting things done at work is easy Make a bigger impact at work with Grammarly. Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that allows your team to make their point and move faster. You can even save time by going from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds. Join the 96% of Grammarly users that say it helps them craft more impactful writing. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.